welcome to another episode of Parminio for the modern day chief of staff message and mission how the chief of staff uses goal setting best practices to increase goal commitment in the organization that's going to be the focus of this podcast now on our last episode we discussed OKRs objectives and key results we talked about what OKRs are, we defined them, we talked about key points that you have to understand about them to implement them. We talked about an implementation plan and how you might implement OKRs in your organization. We talked about cadence, how you structure cadence for tactical and strategic um, OKRs. And we talked about the importance of goal setting uh, or the difficulty of the type of goals that you set. We talked about stretch goals, moon shots, roof shots, and we talked about how you want to think about those as you implement them. We discussed the idea of goal commitment as well. And Latham, who's done a lot of pioneering work in on goal setting research and theory, what Latham says is that the number one factor that impacts uh, people achieving goals is the idea of goal commitment. That is, the greater the commitment to a goal and achieving it, the more likelihood of people reaching the goal. Goal commitment, uh, as Lastham talks about it, is primarily driven by two things. The importance of the goal, so how important is it that we achieve this goal? And the achievability of the goal. Do people believe that they can achieve the goal? Does the organization believe that they can achieve it? And if we can influence those two things and increase them in the individual or at the organization level, we will then increase the level of goal commitment and it is much more likely that we will achieve our goals. As a chief of staff then, you have the ability to influence these two things. You're in a leadership role. You are a knowledgeable, smart individual. You know how to influence people, build relationships. You are in a very, very um, good position to influence people in the organization. The greater and the more knowledge that you have around goal setting, and in motivation setting and developing goal commitment based upon your knowledge of these things will enhance your ability to influence and increase goal commitment in the organization. So what we're gonna do here on this episode of the podcast is dig into that a little bit further. We're gonna start off by talking about uh, goal commitment and how you increase that through the importance of the goals and conveying that. We're then gonna talk about how you can increase achievability. So what are some things that you could do as a chief of staff to influence these two things? We're then gonna talk about self-efficacy, the idea that you can achieve a goal, right? And how we can influence the individual and the group self-efficacy so people have a greater sense of believability that they can achieve goals and how you as a chief of staff can influence those things. We're then gonna talk about the role of feedback in goal setting and touch briefly on complex and long-term goals and how you can approach those. All right, so let's get into it here. Um, We want to have a greater sense of goal commitment in an organization. 
And let's just use the example that we are going to be implementing OKRs in an organization. Um, and implementing OKRs is important. We want to convey that to the organization. And as we're setting goals, we want to talk about how goals are achieved so that people can have a greater sense that these goals indeed are achievable. Now, what can we do um, as we're launching the OKR um, initiative implementation in an organization to convey its importance to everyone so everybody really understands this is an important project. It's critical to our future. We need people to get behind it, buy into it. And when we're setting goals, they understand the importance of them. So what can we do to develop a plan for that? Well, first of all, we can have the CEO speak at an all hands um, team meeting. The CEO can then talk about the importance of OKRs, why it's important for the organization and where we're heading towards, what the critical factors are in setting them and how we need everybody involved, right? And they can answer questions from the group and the team and have a good back and forth and dialogue. That's an important step. Next, we could have the chief of staff or, and or the CEO or other senior leaders visit some of the teams as they're kicking off their OKR team initiatives. Again, um, leadership presence and sponsorship of these objectives is important to identifying and demonstrating importance. Next, we could have the senior staff, the leadership team, when they're kicking off OKRs, they can echo and repeat and reinforce these ideas that this project of implementing the OKRs is very important to the organization going forward. We can also have a series of messages um, to the organization, kicking off the implementation, um, giving people updates to its progress and status, and celebrating once we do it. All these things are steps that we can take as a chief of staff, um, as an influencer and as a leader to convey the importance of OKRs and implementing OKRs in your organization. Now, we also want to talk about achievability, right? And so, in order to increase the achievability um, in people believing that they can achieve goals, we want to be thinking about what are the things that we can do to influence that. We can demonstrate and give other case studies and examples about how other organizations have implemented OKRs very successfully, Google and other organizations and how they've done it. That will help to identify and demonstrate successes. We can break down our long-term goals into milestones and celebrate those milestones as we're achieving them. We can also identify resources that can help what are the resources that can help us as we're implementing OKRs, right? We can demonstrate that to the people involved and we can bring in experts that we can role model from if needed. These are just some steps that we can take as a chief of staff and when we're talking about implementing OKRs and when we're developing the key results through the individual team exercises and through the leadership team development of OKRs. So, as I'm working to influence and convey the importance of OKRs and goal setting to the organization, and as we're doing things that allow people to have a greater sense of achievability, we are gonna do two things. Influence and increase the goal commitment 
of the individuals in the organization and the team as a whole. That's going to have a, a sense of giving us a much greater chance of achieving the goals that we're setting at the individual and the organization level. Now, just touching on achievability, the idea of high self-efficacy is very important. Self-efficacy here is our definition is the belief that I can achieve these goals, right? And now Latham and Locke, um, again, pioneers in goal setting uh, research and theory, what they say is that there's three important things that you can do to increase self-efficacy. Now there's more, but there's three things that they, they talk about. Number one is making sure that you have adequate training and education. That means the individuals have enough training and knowledge to achieve the goals. Secondly, you want to have the idea of role modeling, have experts that people can observe, transfer expert knowledge from one person to another. That's another useful tool. Third, you can have persuasive communications that, again, case studies and examples and show other people that uh, people that have had successes and demonstrate that to them, all right? So if we're talking about training and education, um, during the OKR process, one of the things that we wanna talk about is, as we're setting goals, do the people in the organization at the team level, the individual level, do they have the proper training, knowledge, expertise, education that is needed to set and to achieve the goals and the key results that we are looking at. If we need to add additional training, if we need to add additional educational development to achieve certain goals, we should be having those conversations when we're discussing key results. As we're doing that, that'll lead the individual to have a greater sense that they will be able to achieve the goals that they're setting for themselves. So that's a fundamental part of it. Second, we wanna have role modeling available, which means if we have experts in the organization that have knowledge that they can transfer and to other people in the organization that may need it to achieve their goals, we wanna make sure we're going about and identifying those things. Again, if, if I talk to the person in the organization and observe them and work with them, some of their expertise to me, that will give me a much greater sense that I can achieve my goals. Now we talked about uh, a process on another episode of the podcast, the mentor and mentee, CEO and chief of staff, we talked about the cognitive apprenticeship approach to transferring expert knowledge and tacit knowledge from one person to another. That's a great tool that can be used in this process as well, okay? And then finally, um, persuasive communications. We can have a communication plan, we can do things that convey our confidence in the individual to achieve their goals. We can talk about their past successes in achieving goals. We can celebrate their past successes. We can praise them. All of those things can be done, again, to increase a sense of self-efficacy of the individual so that they have a greater sense that they can achieve the goals that we are setting for them. So we want to be doing these three things when we're going through goal setting processes. Again, making sure we have adequate training and education. We're providing role modeling opportunities and mentor-mentee relationships. And we're using persuasive communications when we're doing such. 
One of the things we want to remember is that when we're setting goals, many times they're going to have ramifications on budget. So as we're identifying these things, there are maybe budget implications that we want to reintroduce into the budgeting and planning process. So these things should all be tied together. When you're setting goals, you want to make sure that, as we just said, you're doing the things so that people believe they can hit the goal they're setting, right? That means we are identifying the resources and the costs associated with doing them. They could be tasks, they could be in initiatives, project plans. We want to capture all those things and then how do we go about doing them? Those are just as important as setting what the key result goal is, right? Next, we want to think about feedback. And the research says there's two key things on feedback and that it's specific and timely means we need to understand if we're on, on course to hit the goal or not, or if we're not, we need to adjust. It has to be both timely and specific. That means we can't wait for three months to go by and then find out we're not on target to hit our key results. On the OKR podcast, we talked about the idea of doing a weekly operations review, and that is to look at exceptions, the yellow and the reds on the key results that were uh, anticipating we're off track on and then developing um, plans and, and actions to take effect so we can remove the obstacles out of the way. That has to do with feedback again. And finally, um, complex and distal goals. If we have complex goals and we're developing those, we really want to think about that deeply. We want to make sure that for complex goals we have things in place that provide dynamic feedback. Because complex goals usually means that there's a lot of moving parts. It could be external factors uh, impacting it. We want to understand and have rapid feedback. And if we're developing really long-term goals, we want to make sure, as we said before, that we have milestones embedded in them so we can see the progress that we're making. You can see here through this example on going through goal-setting best practices and theory that if you have a real knowledge and command of goal setting. You understand that goal commitment is key to achieving goals and then you think about when we're setting goals how can I convey the importance of a goal and how can I increase its achievability and how can I influence those things as the chief of staff. If you can do those things the impact that you can have on your organization is going to be much more valuable. right? And then, if you are actively looking to increase self-efficacy through increased training, through role modeling, through persuasive communications, and then you're increasing the individual's sense of achieving a goal, that's going to impact their ideas of achievability, and thus again, we are going to have greater goal commitment. So at any time we are implementing, developing, and thinking of goals and objectives, we always want to have a sense of how we embed these ideas into the process, how they integrate them in a natural way so it just becomes part of the process of goal setting. And if we do that, we will likely have a greater chance and greater successes in the organization of achieving goals. All right, so. I want to thank you once again for listening to this episode of Parmenio. If you have any questions on goal setting, on OKRs, on message and mission and how that's done, 
If you're looking um, for further you know, career development coaching advice, please you know, don't hesitate to uh, visit our website, parminio.co. Contact us, we'd love to engage with you. And if you are interested in coming on this show in the future as a chief of staff, we'd love to hear from you as well. So thank you for once again listening to this episode of Parminio.